Welcome to Cursed, a bi-weekly podcast that investigates the liminal spaces, from everyday witchcraft to the haunted and the phantasmic. Hang out with us as we explore our personal experiences with the unknown and celebrate our craft. French 75 is not a girly drink. It's very strong. <laughs> I'll drink them. I don't give a fuck. It will fuck you up. Yeah, yeah they will. You'll be in a bush. <laughs> or bushes. Because so, you fell off a porch. <laughs> we've, got, we've got our cameras on because we're our OnlyFans is recording. No, um, <laughs> so I've got my moth clothes on. <laughs> um but we are recording so don't say anything stupid <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'll myself. try but <laughs> i'll talk to myself i don't know about you <laughs> um so before we get into our article which i've handpicked from google um mm-hmm. i've meant to follow up with we're we're drinking gin and tonics with a really mm-hmm. good gin called settlers out of Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. It's got lavender in it. It's good. With key lime. Oh, fuck yeah. That sounds good. Which we didn't put the lavender in. The gin has lavender in it. So that's good. But um, I wanted to do a follow-up to Momo. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because everybody's always like, hey, Momo. What you got on? And I'd be like, don't worry (laughs) about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. But so this is again from heather after the fact and this was um what year was this it was the 70s right when well i want to see what this this article um 72 okay so this is no trace of monster in louisiana momo hunts or in louisiana missouri but that's why he's called momo this is by ed wilkes of post dispatch staff this is my third one. Um, drink. <laughs> Louisiana, Missouri, July 19th. 25 men trudged over wooded hills today in what authorities said was the first monster hunt of this Mississippi River town. But they found not even a trace of a rabbit or squirrel, let alone the tall, shaggy beast that witnesses say walks erect. Walks or was erect? Well, I mean, I'm sure 25 men didn't scare it away or anything. Or turn it on. A freak, <laughs> and it says, Don't kink oh, shame him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, God, I didn't say it like it was a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, hello, this is Hex Files. Or, <laughs> this is Hex Files number four. I'm Bones, Dust Cricket. I'm tomorrow. Tomorrow's the kink shamer. <laughs> Just kidding. That's the most ironically <laughs> hilarious thing I've heard. <laughs> today. Only today, though. Um, so, in quotes, we didn't even see a leaf that was turned over. Okay, I don't buy that. Yeah. Whatever you the monster- mapping all the leaves and which is the correct side, get the fuck out. <laughs> what didn't even... Wait. What? <laughs> whatever the monster <laughs> is, it has not bathed recently, according to those who say <laughs> they have seen it. The reports say that its approach can be detected by a foul odor long before the creature can be seen. The black-haired beast has caused genuine fear among some residents of Louisiana, but most are likening the thing, quotation marks, to relatives or acquaintances. Jesus. <laughs> it was the 70s. That's just my cousin, Mo. <laughs> um, if it weren't so tall, I'd think it was the guy dating my oldest daughter, said Paul Williamson. Wow. Williams is legal aide to Governor Warren E. Hearns and served as state representative from Bowling Green. The search party, composed of citizens and police officers, assembled at City Hall at about 9 a.m. and set off for Star Hill an area near here that is heavy in underbrush. 
The Monster Hunters were led by Louisiana Police Chief Shelby Ward, who has treated the matter like any other fugitive search. He's cool, but admittedly worried that hunters will go in search of the animal, many, which many believe to be a black bear, and shoot another by mistake. We're all convinced there is nothing up there now. Wait, oh, that's just a completely different article. I thought I was reading it wrong. Okay, and then on page two, mm-hmm. Ward, after, after a search of 150 to 200 acres, will keep the hill sealed off a couple of nights, but, you know, there will be some kids going up there. More than likely, that's how it all started anyway. Them kids up there fucking. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> um, well, shit. Ward hinted that the whole purpose of the hunt was to prove to the townspeople that the big rambling monster had rambled somewhere else. We're trying to calm things down, he said. If we don't, somebody's going to get shot. Two boys told policemen yesterday that they had seen the creature early in the morning. They described it as looking like a large honey bear. And they said that they (laughs) fled when it growled. The first reports of the creature came early last week. Policemen said that persons reported they saw the creature crossing the highway with a dog or a sheep in its mouth. Another person told policemen that the creature picked up the back end of his small foreign car Monday night and then ran away. A man who answered the phone in the police station last night reported that some persons in the town were frightened about the alleged sighting, but that others, including himself, were laughing the matter off. He said, and I quote, I just don't drink that much. (laughs) And that's the end of the article. (laughs) But guess what, bitches? We do. We drink all the much. And oh yes. We want to see Momo. Are we drinking enough for Momo? Probably not. I haven't yet. Um <laughs> this was um like some other herald. Oh. So um what I've actually brought you here to talk about is something mm-hmm. that I've always been fascinated by. Have you heard of black eyed children? Oh, no. Fuck. (laughs) All I can think of when you say that. Hit it, Fergie. (laughs) Um, Low-key, still doing some TikToks. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) so, this is from October 31st, 2018. uh, And this is Black Eyed Kids, the chilling legend that began in Abilene. Is Abilene in Texas? It's Texas. Okay. Okay. Yep. There's ads for guns on this mm, website. Of course. It's the, oh, this is from TexasHillCountry.com. The easiest place to buy guns online, guns.com. Huh. I wouldn't have guessed. Wow. Um, okay. So you this. <laughs> you can buy guns online, but birth control is hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's okay. So this article starts with it's easy to disbelieve Bethel's story. The internet has made growing new legends relatively easy with sites like Creepypasta and the subreddit No Sleep, both full of stories about black eyed kids. So, however, Bethel's story predates these websites. It wasn't until his story became more widely known that lots of folks came forward with their own black eyed kids encounters. Now, in short, these are called like BEKs. So we'll okay. call them Becks. Beck. <laughs> These Beckies. These Beckies. <laughs> Becky with the good, the weird eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the good weird eyes. <laughs> I like how your pupils are the size, the whole size of your eyes, and they're black. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. Okay, some of them take place in Texas. There's a couple stories dating back to 1974 and 1950 in other countries. They became such a popular phenomenon, whether real or purely web-based, that a movie came out about them in 2015. Supposedly, the kids are more likely to approach people who already know about them. Wait, what? <laughs> so we just increased our chances, is what yes. you're saying. Yeah. Although I'm not a big fan of kids, so like, take your black eyes elsewhere. They love you, though. So on Halloween, as the the trick-or-treaters wander by your doorways, keep an eye out for soulless black eyes and that feeling of dread. And if you happen to encounter one of these otherworldly children, 
Don't let them. Is this Texas? Do I sound like Texas? That's Georgia, baby. No. Yeah. <laughs> I say, and if you happen to encounter one of these, <laughs> don't let them into your house. It could be costs. <laughs> okay. Mm. It could be uh it could be custom contacts but it's better to be safe than tricked uh more gun ads um if you have more than a thousand in your checking account make these four okay luxury senior live is there any more to the article hold on i'm scrolling i'm getting there <laughs> holy christ so basically it's like if on halloween you encounter a soulless creature don't let him in your house Oh, Jesus, I was reading page two. Okay, let me start at page one. Was it like a vampire? Like you have to invite it in? Oh, le- well, okay. So let me start at page one because I fucking... <laughs> <laughs> but what kind of fucked up person do you have to be to be like, oh, yeah, trick-or-treaters, come on inside my house. Okay, you know, let me... okay when I was a kid, there was a, a little old lady who actually opened up her house for trick-or-treat and she fed us like popcorn balls and like candy apples and like all the kids in the neighborhood went to her house because she had the best shit and it was all homemade yeah she was a witch she totally was and i love her okay let's pretend that i'm starting at page one (laughs) i'm quentin tarantino to tarantino in this (laughs) quentin tostitos Quarantino. Quarantino. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Quarantino. Okay. Every Halloween, Texans get ready for trick-or-treaters by stocking up on candy, setting out pumpkins, and touching up the Halloween decorations. And touching each other. Yes. Um, but if you've heard the stories of one terrifying folk phenomenon, you might be wary of certain trick-or-treaters. The black-eyed kids. There are dozens of stories circulating, each of them separate instances and not just occurring on Halloween, but all of them follow a very similar pattern. Kids with completely blacked out eyes arrive at someone's home or vehicle, knock on the door, and then insist upon being let inside. Now, I will tell you guys what I know about them after I read page one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyone who encounters them almost immediately begins to feel an overwhelming sense of dread. Besides blacked out eyes, these children, usually between the ages of 6 and 16, typically appear normal. Sometimes their clothing is outdated. In extremely unusual instances, people have reported talon-like feet. Never heard that. That's interesting. That's a dinosaur. (laughs) Overall, though, they just look like normal kids. You know, except for those black eyes. In, In a way, that's what is scariest about them. Here's a picture that's obviously photoshopped. Or is it? Or is it? While it may not be the earliest sighting of all the time, <laughs> the earliest reported sighting was in 1996 by Brian Bethel. I wondered why they didn't, I thought they were like being real creative about <laughs> how they were writing this article, but it was just the second page. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay, by Brian Bethel, a journalist from Abilene, Texas. In Bethel's report, he describes a late evening out in his vehicle. He had stopped in a parking lot near a movie theater to write a check. <laughs> As you do in 96. <laughs> you were doing cocaines. Yeah. Um, he it was so abs- yeah. He was so absorbed in this that he didn't notice two young boys approach his car. Okay, this sounds like somebody who was trying to get who got caught by somebody like he's like, uh, what are you doing out here with these two boys? Oh, I was just writing a check and they walked up to me. I didn't even notice them. Miss mm. Hansen. Suspicious. Right. He was also found with a six pack of wine coolers. <laughs> and a bunch of gummy bears. And yep. the board game Candyland. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, that's not in this. I'm just, I'm just guessing. He was so absorbed he, that he did not notice the two boys approach his car. He didn't notice until the older boy tapped the driver's side window. Bethel rolled down his window and noted immediately a soul-wrecking fear, though he couldn't understand why. The older boy said that he and his brother wanted to catch a movie but had forgotten their money at home. Could Bethel give them a ride or maybe write them a check? (laughs) (laughs) Um, They assured him that it wouldn't take long, but they were just two kids and and they didn't have a gun. Bethel found the assurances unnerving and noted that the last showing of the film they wanted to see had already started, 
and would be nearly over by the time he could drive them anywhere and get back. In his recount of the incident, he stated that when he broke eye contact with them, his fear became all-encompassing, and it wasn't until he broke eye contact that their eyes became completely blacked out. The older Mm. boy began to get frustrated when Bethel made excuses for not giving him a ride and said that he couldn't get into the car unless Bethel said it was okay. After that, Bethel tore out of the parking lot. To this day, he never finished that check. No, I just... (laughs) um, It says, to this day, he still stands by his story. Now, page two, which you guys already heard, um, but that's where it starts, where it's easy to believe, disbelieve his story and blah, blah, blah. So, this is... Um, from phantomsandmonsters.com and this was a 1919 Black Eyed Kids incident in Sandoval, Illinois disclosed. Mm. And um, the following story was told to me back in the 60s by my grandfather. It was an incident that took place sometime in early 1919 near Sandoval, Illinois. He told me it had been hot the past summer and the heat lingered for months. So he had all the windows and both doors open on his house. He was sitting on the porch reading a book because it was too stuffy to be inside. He went in to make a snack, get a drink, and he heard a knock. This struck him as odd because most people would just call out that knew him, so he figured it was a vagrant looking for a meal or labor. He lived by the train tracks, so hobos would come from time to time. I guess it was normal. Is that? I guess in 1919. Yeah. So he goes to the hall, and two kids are standing in the entranceway and call out, may we come in to rest? It's a long way home. So he says, they were welcome to sit on the porch, but it's too hot inside to be comfortable. He asked if they came from the rails, and they just said, we need to come in, may we? From what he said, the kids made him feel peculiar because, one, they wouldn't look at him directly, and two, they were too clean. My grandfather said that riding the trains was dirty. You'd get grease on you and coal dust, and sometimes... You get cuts on your hands or knees. He lost his leg doing the very thing which kept him out of the war. So minor cuts and scratches. Also, I lost my leg. (laughs) But these kids, from what he said, were pristine, like they were going to Sunday school. They weren't sweating, and their hair was neat, and it struck him as odd. If they had walked in open fields in the middle of the heat, they would be unkempt or disheveled. He asked again if they would like to sit on the porch, and the girl... Parentheses, it was a boy and girl, but the boy didn't speak. Just repeated, may we come in. And then she just kept saying, may we, may we, may we. Over and over again until my grandfather slammed his hand down and says, damn you both, no. The girl stopped speaking and he said they both just stood quiet until the girl looked at him, eyes black like coal, and said once more, mister, may we please come in. My grandfather just walked to the kitchen and sat down not knowing what to do. He said he felt like someone punched him in the stomach. He said he sat there until his dog came rushing in the house, shaking like a leaf. So at the end, he never told anyone. He chalked it up to the heat exhaustion, but he said it troubled him for years. I just wonder how far back stories of black-eyed kids go. And that was on, like I said, phantomsandmonsters.com. Lon Strickler is, I think, the person that runs that site. Um, so I don't know where he, he, obviously somebody sent him this story. Mm-hmm. But now the thing about Black Eyed Kids is because, like, I've always wanted to talk about them because, I mean, we'll do, like, some more in-depth shit. But, um, so, sometimes they're kind of connected to, like, Men in Black. Hmm. Like, how so? Well, like, people that have reported, like, seeing them and, like, Men in Black. Okay. Where people, like, come to their door and stuff. But one thing that seems to be common with these children... Or, which I've even seen stuff now where it talks about, like, seniors and other people having black eyes. But for the most part, it seems to be kids. It's typically in pairs. And they'll either come up to your car and ask for a ride. Mm -hmm. Or they'll come to your house and they'll ask to come inside. And the thing I heard, I think, like, as I've listened to, like, Coast to Coast and other stuff involving them. Mm -hmm. But some of the things I've heard is there's not really many stories of people actually inviting them in because they have such a sense of dread hmm. that they do not let these kids in. And some feel guilty at the end because they're like, I feel like what if they needed help or all this and that. And 
so you've got the sense of dread and nobody's really ever like I guess let them in that I'm aware of story-wise and they have obviously their eyes are blacked out but it says that they they say weird things if you engage them in conversation it's almost like they're it's kind of like we talked before about that idea of like maybe a shapeshifter or somebody like not being able to or a demon being able to take the solid form of something there's always something amiss like low level ai yeah but they're almost like they don't speak in a normal like syntax they don't have social cues they're they're missing something and they don't necessarily it's almost like they're programmed to say so much mm-hmm. and they're not it's like are they grays are they like like you said some kind of like ai kind of thing are they because i would kind of like they almost strike me as like the fae in a certain right way too, mm-hmm. yeah i didn't even that... those but yeah I mean, there's lots of reports of different fae-like creatures having, like, all black eyes and almost, like, changelings or something, but maybe... Yes. Yeah, oh, this like is that. wild. Yeah, so, um, the other thing kind of is, like, there's always something off, and I'm, and I'm, that story kind of makes me think, like, I've heard things where they're not both talking, only one of mm-hmm. them talks, but they just, they act weird, and, um, one story that I'd heard was something like they kept persisting about like coming in, coming in, can we come in? Similar Mm -hmm. to this, where it's like, no matter what they said, like, where are your parents? Or I'm going to call the police. It's like, can we come in? Can we just come in? I just need to come in. And it's like, that's Mm -hmm. the only prompt or like thing that they can think and say, it's like, well, just let me in. And I'm sure there's many different theories out there and other things, but like some people are like, well, what plays to people's like vulnerability more than like a child at the door without anybody around. Right. Um, Or I've heard the stories of them coming to a car and saying, can you take me somewhere? Or can I get in the car? Just let me in the car. I'll call you an Uber. And I feel like the one story that I heard. I mean, this is actually like a technique that's used by like criminals and, and sex traffickers and stuff like that is sending someone who is like really, really young, like a child, or, you know, like a young woman right. who, you know, looks distressed or something like that and asking for help, you know, actually putting them on the side of the road and saying, you know, okay, you're supposed to ask them for help. And then when they stop, we'll jump them. So yeah. like, this is a, this is a, something that's used even by, you know, in stuff that's not paranormal, you know, because it is such a like, humans for the most part have this like, want or need to like, help each other. But sometimes people will actually prey on that so yeah and yeah yeah there's a lot of those stories of like either being broken down or looking vulnerable like and then you know so it's like attracting but it's almost like the other thing that seems weird to me that one of these stories mentioned that some of the others do is that they're they're they look fine they look normal except for the black eyes but that they're dressed weirdly Mm-hmm. And somebody described it again. This was in either like a coast to coast or something I was reading, but somebody described it as like if you brought some life form, not necessarily an alien, or if you did something and you told it like this is what, and like a real quick, like this is what a human looks like, this is what a human acts like, this is what they wear. It's almost like they don't, whatever dressed them or they've dressed themselves doesn't quite have a grasp on normalcy they read the cliff notes right it's almost like and that's kind of like the i think they're the way they speak and like kind of their vocabulary it's almost like something that has and that's what makes me think of the fae too after Mm -hmm. you say that like in that connection is there's that feeling of it's something's not quite right they don't quite have it down but they're close but close enough to be weird. Yeah. So all these kind of like that, uh, my favorite episode of Lore, where they talk about the puck wedgies, you know? Yes. Like, how yes. they're trying to mimic. Iwachu. 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 Yes. Yeah. I've, and I've got chills. Like, usually I'm like laughing at this, but like, shit got real. <laughs> and I'm like, not even going to front. A bitch is scared. Um, <laughs> Because we haven't been talking about the Fae for two days. Right. And um, so 
and I'm trying to see like, okay, so there are black eyed children, black eyed kids. I was trying to see if there's any, so Bethel seems to be a very like famous story, maybe necessarily, or almost like the first recorded story Mm -hmm. of them. Okay. Um, Because this one mentions it too. And like I said, it's been a while since I heard about the coast to coast and it could just kind of be like similar. Um, But then they pop up and it's weird to me because like I've thought, well, what are they going to do? And I feel like they're kind of tied in with the whole idea of like the missing 411 and the people that go missing um, that report like animals walking upright, kind of men in black, black eyed children. And it's like, are these things like, what are they? Are they extensions of something dimensional, interdimensional that's like taking us? Is it like, but it seems like a trap. Like, just let us come in. We're so thirsty. Or how I wish I... help. Or it's, you know, it's dangerously hot outside, you know? I really wish I had some of these quotes because I feel like I remember, like, the Coast to Coast being something like, um, I just need to eat. Can I come inside? Like, very vague, like, not acting human. Hmm. And that's the creepy thing, um, is that they look close enough to humans and they act close enough to humans but they're not quite right this is yeah, starting to feel very accusatory yeah so we were laughing because we went to well we were quarantined and then we we're like oh you had taken a day off mm-hmm. and then so we were like oh let's go let's just drive up to the mountain and see what's open mm-hmm. and we did the same path that we did when we went to like helen's bridge okay right? mm-hmm. by kind of accident but yes. then but then also to the brown mountain lights and like we were seeing signs that we didn't remember seeing mm. um and like what were some of them so there was like this billboard that said for rent no information on it whatsoever written in like black paint like just real quick scribbled across like for rent on each one no numbers no information and i think you said nice try Faye or like well it was the cheese one. Oh, okay so there was a cheese bar <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it like on the way to Linville there's a cheese bar mm-hmm. there's like this little tiny like overgrown dirt road with this little hand written plywood sign that says cheese <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> it says cheese and it's like nice try you're not gonna get us on that one <laughs> and then like what a quarter of a mile was an actual cheese farm. Yes. And it was like, are you still in this cheese? Or like, <laughs> but trying to, trying to peddle cheese is like, sounds like a very fey thing to do. Like you guys want some cheese. And then. Cabins? Television? Oh, there was like one where it was like, the sign just said like, television, cabins. Like what are the hot keywords to like get somebody in this place? <laughs> and then we saw the billboards that said like for, for rent with no information and then like what not long after it said pixie in and i'm like oh okay we see you <laughs> us. y'all are slipping it's <laughs> slip. like oh um uh cheese people like cheese right humans like cheese let's put a sign for cheese and then they'll come looking for the cheese farm they'll see the sign they'll pull down this road there's no cheese there's never was any cheese. <laughs> and then, so let's see what it, we kept going. And that was kind of, was at the end of our signs that were like, nice try. I think there were some other handwritten signs that was like free something. <laughs> like, so anyway, you sent me a message today because you went to the liquor store. Yes. And um, to up on the liquor. And what mm-hmm. did the sign say? It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was shrimp $5.99 a pound no it didn't even say a pound no it had a hashtag it said I'll look at the picture we'll have to post this picture but it was like buy a dumpster <laughs> buy a dumpster outside <laughs> the liquor store where it was like oh my God. I said did you see that going in or out because like it would be funny if it changed like the price is lower when you came out like no seriously like this is really good shrimp this is totally not a trap yeah please come inside <laughs> Can you please let us in? But um, yeah, there's like, there's kind of that idea of nobody ever says like these black eyed children like appeared in their house. It's like vampires. They have to ask permission. 
But it's like, what happens if you say yes? Come right. On. That's what I want to know. And Same. I'm fucking chaotic enough to be like, okay, one of you can come in. Just one, no. Just one. Just the one that hasn't talked. Yeah. See, I think the one that hadn't talked would be worse than the one that was talking. Yeah. Hello, human person. <laughs> our children, we would like. As you can tell by our body. <laughs> <laughs> as you, as you can tell by our like underdeveloped height and growth state that we are in, we are human children. We are non-threatening. We would like peanut butter, and um, what are what are kids like? <laughs> Jam. <laughs> Jam. <laughs> Your fruits and legumes, <laughs> <laughs> and um, some fun activities. Please let us in. We also would like your Earth's water. <laughs> And your very soul. Right. Um, do you have a bathroom that we can void our bladders in? <laughs> <laughs> they were very small. We are human children. This is not a trap. Yes. Don't think this is a trap. If this was a trap, could we do this? And they just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like they, they freak me out because I don't know what the fuck they are. And there's similar stories, and I don't know, maybe they're maybe they're not even real, but I hope they're real. I hope they are too. I don't oh, know. Man. Why am I the dumbass that would be like, okay, so for science, why don't you guys come in? I know this feels like a terrible idea. I've done a lot of stuff that feels like a terrible idea. <laughs> I've done it anyway. I haven't done anything that terrible in a while. Let's just fuck it. Like <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> but like, okay, so there's it's something real lonely up in here since none of my friends can come over. Like, <laughs> right. do y'all want to look at my Instagram and stuff? <laughs> yeah. And now we have even a longer quarantine, but that's <laughs> we won't talk about that. Um, yeah. But um, like, okay, so when I talk about Men in Black, um, in my personal life, and when I talk. <laughs> <laughs> momos and bigfoots and petries like i don't get like concerned <laughs> but something about the black-eyed children unsettles me yeah and they're creepy well, and it said once you know about them you're more likely to see one what if there was one standing in like the window like how'd you get up here i mean i'll be like Tell me something you want besides in my house. Let's make a deal. Right. You shouldn't make deal with the fae, right? No, yeah. Well, what is it? You can't say thank you. Don't they say? Don't say thank you to the fae because then they feel like you owe them, or they did you a favor. Yeah. But you got to keep it equal exchanges. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, it's not like working with goblins. It's not like working with dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Now, are they worth approximately $1 million, like a Momo? They, they are small. They're probably worth at least as much as a pygmy. Oh, speaking of follow-ups, um, I was seeing some shit where it's like, somebody sent us something on Discord that was like, oh, did you kind of see that maybe they thought, like, and then the, the go government was like, oh, those TikTok videos, TikTok, God damn it, TikTok videos were like a, just like a weather balloon, I'm like, no, 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 no. You already said that you didn't know what it was. No take backs. No take backs. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then something in the news, which I saw was discounted as well, but like they were saying that they saw like a meteor shower going backwards. And basically NASA was like, oh yeah, that's proof of like other like parallel universes. But then they were like, never mind, never mind. You guys misunderstood what we said. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I know what every single one of those words mean. <laughs> no, no, no. Did we say parallel universes? We meant shut up. Don't look at us. <laughs> Here's a political um, something. 
Uh, oh, here's look how Trump is standing. Doesn't right. he look? Doesn't he look like a stupid old man? You <laughs> <laughs> don't want to wear a mask. A mask will make you look like a bitch. I'm actually <laughs> drunk. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, you are? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to look up par parallel universes. Um. <laughs> don't Google that on your real phone. <laughs> Google on your fake phone. Because like it wasn't long after where they're like, oh no, 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 you guys, you guys are crazy. Tom doesn't move that. backwards in this parallel universe. Um, I'm too drunk to figure out what I saw, but um <laughs> I just drink less. I think it was like a like they said the meteor shower was going the opposite way, and they were like, This could be proof, and they were like, well, we were just fucking with you. And if anybody's children out there have black eyes, tell them to come to us. We've got candy. We'll trick. We'll do trick or treats. They can fucking come inside here. Why not? We've got cheese. Television. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp. Five ninety nine a pound. Rent. Which I don't <laughs> for. Rent. Like the sign was for rent, but how would you ever rent it? It's like come into this little abandoned house under the signs to inquire about said rent for advertisement advertisements. Would you like to have a glass of wine before you come inside? <laughs> yes. Would you like a cheese? <laughs> <laughs> but the cheese wasn't even free. It's like you're gonna have to do better. Oh, and then like it's like, oh, there's the vineyard. Of course you know. It's like vineyard tasting today liquid <laughs> alcohol liquid alcohol liquid anyway we know the fae are up to something mm -hmm. and right now is the best time to get us because we're desperate oh hell yeah yeah we've been stuck in the house and it's like we're reckless <laughs> as fuck <laughs> and the last episode this bitch is like oh don't i don't want to step in that mushroom fairy ring right there don't come get me be a real shame. <laughs> well, we thought this bitch liked cheese and wine and shrimp, but I guess not. <laughs> you don't eat shrimp. I don't. I know, but they didn't know. They were trying. Free they were vegetables. trying to get you, because you're the only one out of the three of us that eats shrimp. Yeah, they and they've been like, no. <laughs> which is so okay. So today for lunch, I texted you and I said I had a shrimp. <laughs> I said I had a shrimp chimichanga from a restaurant near work and it was delicious and how long was it 10 minutes you were like yeah look at this side outside of the abc store that says shrimp and i said <laughs> they were like wait she was talking about shrimp um yeah let's get her with that it's we're gonna put this right by the liquor we know she loves liquor <laughs> but then what's weird to me is like okay this wasn't correct me if i'm wrong but when you're like near the coast you see signs like that all the time this is inland pretty far like this is western north carolina yeah. Where are you getting the shrimp in surplus that you're trying to sell it by the pound? Trickery. Yeah. I'm not going to fall for it. Your fey cheese and your shrimps. Oh, shit, I got two pounds of shrimp in the fridge. No, I don't. <laughs> you should have. But, like, the sign was just there. Like, where were you supposed to go to buy it? I don't know. I'm on the other side of the dumpster. <laughs> But that's the thing is, like, these sides were in, like, the most random places that would not have, like, it's not like when Rachel was, like, you know, roadside gifts come to our little gift shop. Right. Your old Rachel Pickety Witch. Mm -hmm. No. This is, like, cheese. Well, there's no road here. But there's a sign that says cheese. Let me wander around until I find cheese. Just wander into the woods. Maybe you'll right. find some cheese. Yeah. Please, come enjoy some room temperature shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Dumpster shrimp. Dumpster shrimp. <laughs> but even if that wasn't the Faye and that was a human, like, I'm not falling for it. You can't get me with your enticing shrimps. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's what happened in our world of black-eyed children and shrimp. <laughs> um, but Black eyed peas and shrimp. Next time, next time we're all out and we see a, a handwritten sign about some form of something that one of us likes, if not all of us, we'll just check it out. Yeah. Yeah. And we might end up with some really good cheese or we might <laughs> disappear. I'm okay with both. <laughs>
time. Um, I mean, which yes. is funny because Brett, our our good friend Phelan Brett Manning, yes, um, posted. I mean, all her art's amazing, but like the one where it's like abduction, and it's like yes, like the hands reaching out from like the hedges and the the mushroom ring. She knows. Yeah, Brett, we know. We like, know. Did we I? I don't know. Brett told me the story about her missing pickle, and I don't know if I ever said it on here. What? But, yeah, did I not? N- no. She was, okay, she was going to tell us about a pickle. Brett, I'm sorry if you did not want us to know about your pickle, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> just so wrong. <laughs> she, was, um, she was putting pickles on her pizza, and she was like, I counted them out. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Pickles on pizza, right? That's what you said? Yes. But also, that's delicious. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'll, um, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll have to. I like pickles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she was like, I know I put three slices of pickles, three pieces of pickle on that pizza. I put it in the oven, and I pulled it out, and there was two. She's like, oh, shit, I dropped a pickle. I better get it <laughs> so it doesn't burn. And she said, the pickle was gone. <gasps> And she was like, it wasn't Weird. in the oven. I know I put it on. I counted them. And she was like, shit like this happens to me. And I said, well, well, like, what do you mean? Like, we'll come investigate your um, house. And she said that, like, one time she was eating chicken nuggets. Because she was going to tell us on our live stream mm-hmm. and her story. And she's like, no, that's so mundane. And I'm like, but I love that shit. Yeah, me too. Little, yeah, it's like the weird sign that makes no sense. In, <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and she was like, so I was eating a chicken nugget and I put, I dipped it in ketchup. The ketchup fell off the chicken nugget and she was like, oh shit, it's like on the floor on me. And she went to clean it up and it was gone. She couldn't find it. She's like, oh shit, I thought I dropped it. Maybe I didn't. And she said, I started eating again. And like a couple seconds later, a blob fell from the sky onto her hand. She has no idea where the ketchup blob came from, but it was like what? the ketchup that fell was in like a time loop or a time warp and fell onto her hand. And then she was like, so I call it the, um, the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Ow. But I'm like, that is cool. And she's like, well, I thought it was kind of like, like silly or kind of like lame stories. I'm like, no, that shit would drive me crazy. I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. I'd be investigating out- the shit out of that. Yeah. What portal? Like, in- that's some in- like Mandela effect shit. Right. Because you would literally not ever make anything like that up. Right. It's so mundane. Is it just food? A blob of ketchup. Well, she had a story about her bunny who said she was sitting down and it was in her lap and she was playing with him. Mm -hmm. Looks down, he's gone. Mm. Like, there was nowhere for him to go. She freaked out. She's running around the house looking for him. And like, they went, she's like, I don't know where he went, but I could feel him. I couldn't see him anymore. And she said about 30 minutes later, he was in the exact same spot. And she'd been Whoa. looking. And she was like, it was just like he went into a different world and then reappeared. Wow. Right. So. That's wild. Yeah. And I know she's, she's not like down for like public speaking, but I mean, we love your stories, Brett. You can tell us more. Please, I want to hear all about this. Right. Please go cook something when you hear this and let us know what happens. Videotape it. <laughs> we need to know where your pickles and ketchup are going and your bun. Well, it's really funny because it's like I had stuff like when I was at um when I was still living, you know, when I was a like a teenager and I was living with my mom, I had stuff like that but it was like it was not food, it was like physical items that would just like go missing. Like I had um, a ring that I always wore on my left hand uh, to the point where I always had, like I had a callus on my finger and I looked down because I think I'm eating something and it's like the middle, I think it's like 10 o'clock at night and I got up and like had a snack or something. And I looked down and my ring that I always wear is like gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I start like, desperately like looking around for it because I don't remember taking it off um and I never found it this happened with another ring that I used to wear 
all the time. They think that was like Cherite. It happened with a bottle of perfume. It happened with a tarot deck, like the first tarot deck that was ever given to me. Um, and the perfume and the tarot deck actually showed up like years later in a place that I know I didn't put them. Like they showed up in like an old suitcase and it's like- That's fucking weird. Well, yeah. okay. So I remember in one of the episodes you were like, I had a ring that was, I think it was like we were talking about spirits and stuff. Maybe, was yeah. it episode one? Um, Maybe. And it was like, I had a ring that I really liked that I've never gotten back. Or I had mm -hmm. a deck that was gone for a little bit. I didn't yeah. know that popped up in a suitcase. Yeah. And I mean, okay, I'm not the only one, and you aren't either, who has had something not only like special to them, even maybe mundane, like everybody loses, misplaces their car keys, but like right. certain things that like you'll put on your altar or in a special place because mm -hmm. it might not be something big, but it's important and you know where it is. And you mm -hmm. leave that thing somehow disappears and you look for it and look for it and then it reappears like days or weeks or months later and you're like, okay, I fucking know. One, I looked there a bunch of times. Two, yeah. I didn't fucking touch it. Nobody else touched it. And three, why is it back now? Yeah. And, and I the think weird thing about that, like, suitcase was that, like, I think it was actually, like, being stored, like, somewhere else when the, when the like, um, the bottle of perfume and the tarot deck went missing. So... Oh. There's no way that they could have, like, ended up in there because they were fucking already missing. Right. And the suitcase wasn't even on the property. So, like, what the fuck is that? Wow. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's, like, some... I don't know if it's just fairy workings, but, like, I think things... Well, I think, I think spirits sometimes borrow things, too. Right. And I, like, I've heard somebody say before, or it said that you know, if this item is very magical or holds, like, a lot of importance to you, like, mm -hmm. things will be interested in that, and it's pretty, and it's got power, and it's energetic, and it doesn't mean that something necessarily stole it, but they might use it. Right. And I guess you could be, like, hands off this item. Don't touch it. To right. Stuff. But it's, like, my two, my two rings I never got back. One of them was a, was a right. pentagram ring, and then... One of them was like the the cherite ring. I think I have a picture of the cherite ring. I don't think I have a picture of the pentagram ring. Yeah, it's like, but who took those and where'd they go? Yeah, and I, I like the weird thing is I don't remember taking either one of them off. And I don't think I was living at my mom's house when I had when I lost the cherite ring. But I went over there to go like um like I think she had some old like terracotta pots or whatever that I had that had like broken. Yeah. So I super glued them back together and then painted over them so you couldn't tell. Um, so I went over there and did that. And then I don't remember taking that ring off. It's probably so... in that pot. It's glued in. <laughs> but and the you weird didn't put it there. Like, I looked all over the garage. I but looked something in all the pots. It the I looked at, I like ransacked the garbage cans. I like uh, everything. Everything now, I've lost, everywhere. And you guys can let us know, but I've lost lost quotation marks mm -hmm. things where I'm like, I've looked absolutely everywhere and I just had it the other day. It's gone. And then, like, mm -hmm. it pops up in, like, the dumbest place. And I'm like, okay, I did not fucking put that there. <laughs> right. There's no way I put that there. Yeah. And it's, like, out in the open, a place that you've looked for it, like, a million times. And it's, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. And someone like Tamara's apartment, she probably is just like, somebody's got it. <laughs> well, you know, I have to be like that. Otherwise... Yeah. Because it can't just be my own chaotic mess of a human being. That is me. <laughs> I'm the fairies and spirits that lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite human, you see. <laughs> Three savages in a trench coat. I lost an engagement ring, a family heirloom engagement ring one time. Oh, damn. How'd that go? Not that good. <laughs> <laughs> like, the whole story's not that good. <laughs> But I went out with a metal detector looking for it. Yeah. Never found it. 
gone to the stove. Shit. What the fuck was that? Was that, did you hear that? I did. Wait, it's doing it. Oh my God, there's a noise in this apartment. That's in my closet. That's in your closet. Open it. <laughs> I'm scared. There's, something's growling in there. What the fuck? I'm going to turn the microphone. Do you want me to open it? Oh, God. All right, hold the mic. I'm going to go open it. Because this is the only room that doesn't have noise and echoes. And there's yeah. something in your closet. I don't see anything. That sounded like a growl slash dragging something across the wooden floor. Yeah. Maybe that engagement ring is lost and good for a reason. Is it downstairs? Are they sliding their door open? That sounds different, though. I've never heard that sound before. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Got a quote for this apartment. Okay, let's stop talking about that ring. <laughs> Everything's fine. The ring is gone it's fine that was creepy i wonder if it picked up on the recording that would be interesting are you still there cricket yeah i'm still here i'm okay. just like wigged the fuck out no did you hear it no it sounded like somebody was in her closet <laughs> moving around what the fuck it was terribly guttural Oh yeah, it was very like, like earthy and it sounded like, like like wood like heavy wood dragging on wood slash growling slash like I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna listen back when I edit this and if it's there I'll leave it in, of course. Yeah, please. Um, so we make sure that the AC, which is like fucking loud as shit, is off. Right. And we make sure like the outside doors are closed. And so there's nothing that should be making that noise. There's nobody beside you. There's nobody above you. The only thing is that there's somebody downstairs, maybe, but I don't even know if anybody lives down here anymore. No. And what would they be dragging on their ceiling? Really? In your closet. Yeah. But we still need to investigate here, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> we need to, like, set up equipment. It's been wide-ass open since I moved in here. Also, there was something else I was going to say about, like, the sound and the noise, like, reacting. Oh, okay. So, if you're listening to this, you probably have heard our live stream when that, like, childlike laughter was in it. How can we hear yeah. some crazy... We hear some crazy shit when we record. Yeah, we do. I mean, I'm down for it. If more, yeah. if more things want to talk to us. Because we're a beacon. We're a beacon. So, yeah, it could be black-eyed kids. It could be black eyed peas. <laughs> Heaven help if it's the fae. <laughs> yeah. I would rather the black eyed children show up at my door than the black eyed peas. Just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because you can pay to see one, but you can't pay to see the other. Sure. Is, the, <laughs> is one even exist anymore? I mean, what's even Fergalicious doing these days? She's not a real part of the black eyed peas. Oh, she's not? No, not the original Black Eyed Peas. No. I don't know. I know more about Black Eyed Children. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's another episode where we talk about <laughs> the history of the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, what the fuck was in your closet, though? I've never heard that before. I'm a little unsettled. Uh, I'm unsettled, and I'm, I'm like an hour and a half away. What the fuck? I feel a sleep paralysis coming on. Don't even ask for it. Dude, don't, don't, don't speak it into existence. Don't well, do this, that. This hex files took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> it got, we got real spooked. <laughs> yeah, we did. But huh. seriously, though, like, I would leave your doors open and the light on. I accidentally got flying ointments on me today. Oh, my God. Yeah, you told me you were like, I think I accidentally got flying ointments. I was like, Oh my God, wash that shit off. You're the person who's like, oh, when I touch my belladonna, I feel lightheaded. And I'm like, oh my God. The Ava fly ointment gifts, I guess it leaked in her jar. Yeah. Ooh. And it got on her. I'm like, she I, I took the jar out of the bag to use the bag. And I was like, oh, I'm all shiny and oily. Oh. 
Oh. Okay. Did it like melt and leak out? Because I haven't had an issue with mine. But it has been on your altar. So what if what if something's using your flying ointments? Mm. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I thought a dog was a school bus shortly thereafter. <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me this. Well, I was doing yoga in the outside heat. With the ointments <laughs> on. I don't think this is how the... Um... I think it's exactly how you're supposed to do it. So, I mean, but it was like Pio, so there was like a little bit of ecstatic dance, you know? Yeah, but like, you shouldn't think dogs are school buses in the middle of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is tan. How much flying ointment did you get on you? <laughs> the cats. The brown. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of glad you kind of built up a tolerance already. Oh wait, but it's like you're you have a tolerance to Belladonna, not Datura, yeah. right? Yes, yes. Fuck. Tomorrow, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> just being chaos. So I've had just Sometimes I like to get flying ointments on me, go do yoga, <laughs> out in the heat. That sounds like me. That sounds like a purposeful choice that I would make. Yeah, and that's why there's something in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But like for me, the flying ointments, it's like I have to use like half a can before I even can lucid meditate. For real? Well, I mean, you know, I'm bigger, I guess. Like, <laughs> I have a tolerance. But then, like, I'm like, we we're talking about our belladonnas and, like, getting the aphids off because, you know, that's a very natural thing for belladonnas because they <laughs> taste good to aphids, I guess. And I'm like, oh, you know, you're supposed to really have gloves on when you're doing this, but I just, like, brush the leaves real quick and I don't touch the roots and I'm not touching, like, the sap. And she's like, do you ever feel lightheaded when you touch yours? And I'm like, what? And she was like, no, I just feel kind of like, and I'm like, stop touching it. <laughs> like, Dude, the last time I was over there, tomorrow, I think you cleaned aphids off of that belladonna like three times. I'm not addicted. <laughs> so sometimes when you like get the aphid off and like the aphid squishes in your hand, does it have- Or like clatters on the floor because it's so big you can hear it. Oh, God, because they are really something different. Well, they like to drink. We need to talk about aphids. Those there are aliens. There needs to be a whole fucking hex files of aphids. We should do that. Because aphids do not exist on our reality. They do not no. abide by the laws of physics. Nature no. or man. Like cats. Yes. And they don't even, they just make clones of themselves whenever they feel like it. Five. We'll five at five. a time. Five at a time. Yeah. Yep. They don't need no man. They mm -mm. just make clones. When they get sick or wherever they're at, like if, if it gets too fucking crowded, oh, they, they can just grow wings. sprout wings. Grow wings. And, yeah. Yeah, we'll do a Hex Files on aphids. We'll let you know what, what's happening in the aphid world and <laughs> why they're all over our belladonnas um, and how you could make fly ointments out of aphid bodies. Just mash them. Just mash them. <laughs> okay. Okay. So your that sound freaks me out yeah and but nothing's like never mind i'm not gonna say it nothing's like okay it's weird because it strikes me because like when i was still living at my mother's house which is where I, I had a she had a lot of paranormal activity in that house which was really weird but like in the second bedroom which we used as like an office or like a computer room i'm on like instant messenger like msn messenger because it was that time period in time of course. and <laughs> like i'm talking to my friend on messenger and all of a sudden i hear this really weird like growling and the dog was in the room with me chelsea and i thought it was her but i looked down and she's like asleep and chelsea doesn't snore she, she doesn't like really talk or bark or anything like that in her sleep so I was kind of wigged out. Um, and then I heard it again. And I actually like felt like pain like on my left arm. And I actually got like a bite mark on my yeah. left arm. Because we yeah. talked about it in like the one of our Patreon episodes. Yeah. But it's um, like the noise always came from like the closet area in that room. And I'm super stringent about keeping my closet doors closed. Mm-hmm. I am too. Yeah. Yeah, okay, it's like, if, 
It's like some people can sleep with a bedroom door closed. Some can sleep with it open. But if you sleep with your closet door open, you're a goddamn psychopath. Yeah. And you fear nothing. Yeah. Because it freaks me out. There's gremlins in there. There's monsters. <laughs> there's demon dogs. Not to mention your clothes all hold so much energy and all of your fucking clothes are in there. Yeah. See, and they're loud. They're really loud. See, I don't even think that way. I think like that might look like a thing standing there in the middle of the night and I'm going to shit myself. The thing is in your clothes. The thing lives in your clothes? Yes. <laughs> is there is there something in the closet right now? Make that noise again. Oh god, what if it did it? I would kick you out for taunting the thing. No, clothes. okay, this is not taunting. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if it happens. Um I mean, you want to invite it in a nice voice or what? Do you want to invite it in a nice voice? Are you sure? Invite what? We're inviting things now? No, um okay. Well, I think we're at way too long for a mini episode. Some of this will get cut, but I hope that those demon growls are in this. I hope so cuz <laughs> I didn't hear it. So oh god. Oh, it was cricket. It was not questionable. It was loud. Damn. Like in your third eye, it wasn't in your mind's eye, it wasn't like you had the impression of, it was like wince away from it. We decided after talking to Matt and Brett that we are going to try to see if Greg and Dana will come on. Maybe they'll come investigate before they ever talk to us on the <laughs> podcast. You guys want a haunted closet? <laughs> <laughs> you want to like the early 1970s haunted apartment? Who doesn't? What was that? Oh God. oh, God. Okay, that was, did you hear that knock? I heard like a click, like sound. That was, that was it. That was the Are knock. you serious? Yes. After you just said it was haunted. No, they're our friends though. See, everything here is Our nice. friends. <laughs> um, this has been um, <laughs> live reactions to things in closets and also black-eyed children. Well, we'll see if it's in the recording. If it's not, then you guys are going to be disappointed, but we heard it. You heard oh, it here. Dude, I, I'm, I'm kind of sad because I wish I had heard it now. <laughs> no, dude. Fuck, I miss everything. <laughs> Life's a beach and you're here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so we've got on Patreon, we've got like 55 patrons right now. Woo! Movie night, that's coming up. We need to do a live stream again. And get us to 100 patrons because... Not only would we do a scary movie night soon, we're going to do a, um, what are we going to call it? Like scary sleepover before. Okay. We still have to do our 6,666 giveaway. Yeah, we do. We're working we're, on it, but like, behind. some of the stuff that we have to make involves supplies and they're not as easy to get right now because things are closed, right. yep. but we'll probably hit 16,666. It's coming up. Yep. Which quicker than we, quicker than we could probably believe like it's insane right but like here's what's crazy is like we announced that giveaway like not long ago and it's like we've already had ten thousand more almost yeah Which, i mean okay i'm stretching we just hit like fifteen thousand six hundred sixty six, but we'll hit a thousand in no time oh at least yeah and it's like holy fuck well we'll do some giveaways we got you don't you fret the 16,666 giveaway like at the same time so there'll be two winners so one winner will be yeah for the yeah the um i'll see you in hell 2020 giveaway yeah! Sorry, I, I Sorry, this that. is late welcome to the murder hornets <laughs> and parallel universes oh and you know that the fucking 17 year cicadas are supposed to come back out this year right oh i'm sure they are yeah sure why yeah. not sure with their fuck. little red beady eyes yeah oh. i think um i think isn't this the year that pennywise comes back to i don't fucking i'm know. sure <laughs> where was that cheese at what cheese <laughs> <laughs> i think we all all three of us need to take a trip and go and find now it. it's like the fair like Oh no, we you didn't want our cheese, you didn't want our television, you didn't want our HBO, you didn't want our shrimp. And now see, like we'll go back and try to find it and it won't be there anymore. Right. That's it'll what be gone. It's like it'll be like Rachel's story of the gift mm -hmm. shop. And when you pay it attention, it's like, oh, too much. You've thought about it too much. You didn't turn in here to get your Did you take like any pictures or anything? 
We no, we suck. We should have. <laughs> I know you. I've got that sign of the shrimp that yeah. looks suspect as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Then well, that's good. It. And then we'll post it somewhere on Instagram. Oh, Probably. we're using Twitter now. Like your dear president, we are now on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have dementia. We're just drunk. Yeah. For now. For now. <laughs> um, we don't have syphilis. You do. For now. For now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. Phase syphilis. But, um, okay. This is um, an extra long hex files. Maybe, maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be super short. Maybe I'll cut all this. We'll see. If you're hearing this today, which is Friday, go check out our Patreon because our bonus episode with Matt Oren is up. It's free for everybody. Woo! So we, it was a good one. We talk about astral projection. We talk about a haunted house Matt grew up in. Go check out our Patreon. And if you like that bonus episode, we've got like a bunch more you can go check out for like, just as low as a dollar a month so yeah you know, like any good dealer we're gonna give you a little taste and then you're gonna want more yeah or you're gonna be like this is the worst mistake I ever made <laughs> i'm glad i didn't <laughs> spend money on this okay so until next time when we figure out more creepy shit cursed is a bi-weekly podcast produced by bones mcwilliams and cricket work editing by bones mcwilliams the theme for Curse is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. Check them out on Spotify, YouTube, or at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com. Follow Curse on Instagram, Twitter, and become a patron at patreon.com slash cursedcast. <laughs> <laughs>